Welcome to the Avail Leadership Podcast, where our goal is to help you take your leadership to the next level. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're speaking with Gary Montoya, author and associate pastor at The House Modesto. Montoya has a book that just came out in 2021 titled Kingdom Honor, 12 Keys to Serving Your Leaders and Unlocking Your Destiny. We'll hear about his journey in leadership as an author and as a family man. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Avail Leadership Podcast. As always, my name is Virgil Sierra. I'm the lead pastor of Vertical Church, also known as Iglesia Vertical in South Florida, where we are one church, two languages. And I get the privilege to be the host of the Avail Leadership Podcast, where we connect with amazing leaders from across the United States of America and across the globe. And as always, we never disappoint here on the Avail Leadership podcast. Today, I have the privilege of connecting with an amazing leader all the way out from California. Pastor Gary Montoya is an associate pastor at the House Modesto. He previously served his senior pastor as a personal and ministry assistant for seven years, which is what led him to write an amazing book called Kingdom Honor, which we're going to get to uh, in a few moments. Um, And he really just has a passion to inspire believers to live holy lives while walking in their God-given calling. Gary believes in the local church. I believe in the local church. And this leadership conversation is going to be awesome. Pastor Gary, it's so good to connect with you here on the Avail Leadership Podcast. How you feeling? Feeling good. It's good to connect with you, Virgil. Love what you're doing. Love what you and Dr. Sam are doing. Glad to be you know, a part. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that this conversation, I know that this conversation is going to be so insightful for so many leaders, so many pastors, people that have influence in their communities and their churches, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, Gary, so thank you for taking the time to connect with us here. Why don't you take a minute uh, or a couple minutes to share with us a little bit about your story and your journey. Um, we know that you're, you're at the house Modesto currently. Uh, I know because we've been communicating and talking uh, in the last couple of weeks that you're specifically um, uh, uh, an associate pastor, kind of leading small groups in the season. But why don't you tell us a story of how you got there? Yeah, sounds good. So Virgil, I, um, I came to know the Lord early on. I was seven, eight years old. I gave my life to Christ and speeded up to high school. That was when the Lord really started to kind of show me, give me a glimpse of what I'd be doing nowadays, like um, writing books, uh, encouraging churches, encouraging ministry leaders, uh, being in full-time ministry. I started to have those glimpses while I was in high school. And so when I graduated high school, what did I do? I joined an internship, because that's what you do, a ministry internship called Master's Commission, which was really popular 20 years ago or so. Remember it. <laughs> yes, yes. So I did that for three years, and it was a great time, Virgil. I was really uh, stretched. You know, I was... Uh, we served like crazy, it really helped develop that servant's heart, you know? And I remember thinking, okay, after these three years are done, I'm gonna start tapping into, start doing what I'm called to do. Writing, speaking to churches, encouraging pastors, such forth. Virgil, none of that happened. <laughs> Not even close. I, when I left that third year, I went into a year working for a restaurant. And I was like, okay, God. And then after that, I went into seven years selling cars. Wow. (laughs) So I did that for seven years. And I was like, Lord, what are you doing? This looks nothing like the dreams you had placed in my heart, you know, when I was in high school. And um, here's the thing. I kept serving, though. 
kept serving my church because I knew uh, every believer is called to serve. You know, and I met my future wife. And so I moved from Northern California down to Central California, where I am right now. And I was selling cars here in this city. And here's the amazing thing is every day off, my wife and I, we would serve. Our evenings, we would serve. You know, I'm so blessed to have her. You know, she's amazing woman and uh, she supports the call in my life and she's called to full-time ministry. So we, we served like crazy and to speed it up just a little bit, after three years of serving here, I was invited to be on the hospitality team. And within just a few months, Pastor Glenn called me up to his office, my senior pastor, and he said, Gary, would you like to work for me? And I was like blown away. I was like, absolutely, yes, sir, it's a dream come true. And you know what? Those seven years flew by, and I was able to travel with him, go to different conferences um, internationally, work on his ministry team, help with product and his resources, and it was an amazing time. Such an honor to be with him and to serve his ministry. And last year, he promoted me to being one of the pastors on staff here, overseeing the small groups. And then just a couple months ago, released the book Kingdom Honor. So the rest is history. That's in a nutshell what the last few years have, has looked like. I love it. This is great. And you know, you know what I love about this story, Gary, is that it's very real because sometimes we have this idea, this plan, and it's good. It's good to have plans, it's good to have dreams, but sometimes it doesn't always unravel the way and in the timing that we want. But I think one of the things that, from your story that's really inspirational is that you just persevered wherever God had you, you know, you worked hard. And so I want to get into this conversation about your book because your book came out a couple months ago, Kingdom Honor, which by the way, to all the leaders and pastors out there, you're going to want to get this resource for yourself and for your team. Kingdom Honor. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey as an author, um, you know, and, and kind of inspiration. Why, why did this book come about and how did you know that it was time to write the book Kingdom Honor? Well, you know what happened is, Virgil, I never thought I was going to write on the subject of honor, ever. Back in high school, God put some topics on my heart that I'm passionate about and I'm looking forward to writing in the future, and I never thought I was going to write on the subject of honor. It wasn't until January 2017 that the men's pastor at my church, he approached me and he said, Gary, I see the way you serve our pastor. And by that time, I'd been serving full-time for three years as his personal assistant, my senior pastor's personal assistant. He said, would you come speak to the men's leadership team at our church. And I said, sure. And I remember walking away from that meeting thinking, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna share? I had no idea. Wow. And for the next month, I was like, okay, God, what am I gonna share? Well, you know, What do you want me to speak on? And I'd realized that that next month, I had been living these principles on wow. honor and how to serve your leaders with excellence. So God began to just download the message on what I needed to share. A month later, I spoke at that men's meeting and you know what? It was such a God thing, Virgil, because after that meeting, that pastor, Pastor Toby, Toby Bowker, he, um, he's told me multiple times since that meeting how that teaching has revolutionized his entire leadership team, how it just created this culture of honor that was not there. Wow. And, um, you know, it's amazing. He's down in Southern California now, and he, he's a lead pastor, he's a campus pastor of a church down there, and he asked me to come down and speak to his team in a couple months on a retreat. So it's just amazing what God's doing. But that's really the birth and what happened and how the book came into existence was through that. That's so cool. Now, now, I know that a big reason, you know, a big part of the process and journey for you was those seven years where you were serving your senior pastor as, you know, personal and ministry assistant, you know, Here's the interesting thing is a lot of people might not see it or consider it, but there's a lot of leadership 
lessons that you learn from being <laughs> that close to your senior pastor. You know, even the idea of leading from the middle, right? Effectively. Um, but can you talk to us a little bit about that? What kind of leadership lessons did you learn on this journey as you were, you know, that personal ministry system for your senior pastor? You know, that, that must have been a lot of growth for you, huh? Oh, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I really learned those seven years is how our destinies, our callings are really connected to whom we serve. Yeah. You, know, you look at you look at Elisha, and he served Elijah for seven years mm -hmm. faithfully. After that, he led a prophetic ministry of his own. You know, you look at King David; he served Saul even when Saul wasn't the best leader, and he was honorable to him, and he became king. You look at Timothy; Timothy served Paul faithfully, and then he became the pastor of Ephesus. So I really discovered, you know, be faithful serving your leader because your your destiny is connected to them. Don't rush the process. Could you imagine if? Uh, Elisha left one year early, he would have missed the double portion of anointing on his life. Yeah. He didn't rush the process. He stayed faithful. And one thing during that season that really became clear to me is that when we serve faithfully, our gifting and our callings will be revealed, they'll be developed, and they'll be fulfilled all throughout that process of serving. So, and also to answer your question about, you know, leading in the middle, something I learned, and I feel like a lot of people struggle with this is if every spot in the church is vital, whether you're the senior pastor, whether you're a ministry leader, whether you're the secretary, whether you're um, a director, every position is so vital. But yet God has called us all to um, contribute. And you know who the ones who actually have a voice and who influence are those who are honorable. You know, when you look at sure. Daniel, Daniel wasn't ever the number one guy. You look at Joseph, he was never the number one guy. You look at Esther, she was never number one, but they all were honorable and their yeah. leaders respected what they had to say. Their words carried weight because they were honorable. So if you live honorably, you will have influence no matter where you are. That is such a good word, uh, especially for people who are maybe leading up or leading from the middle or, you know, in positions where, mm -hmm. where they have people, you know, that they're leading, but also being led by others. I love that because I think the opposite is true as well. When, when you're not honorable, you're not going to have a voice at the table, at most tables, because so true. people pick up, right? Um, okay, so, so I imagine, Gary on your leadership journey, which obviously you're still in this, you're still in progress, right? Um, you're a young leader and you got a lot more leadership to do, but on this leadership journey so far, um, what's, what's the biggest surprise or maybe the biggest revelation uh, on your leadership journey that you would, you would go back and you wish you could share with your younger self, that you could go back, you know, 10 years ago, you know, or how, however many, 15 years ago and tell a younger Gary, you know, about this leadership lesson or revelation. Yes. Um, so yes, Virgil, I'm 36 right now. So if I can go back to when I was 22, 23, I would tell myself rebellion is real, you know, <laughs> and it's subtle. Most people do not realize the damaging effects of rebellion and how subtle it comes into our life. We, you know, one thing, and I write about in the book of my hard lesson, you know, the Bible says to, to obey your spiritual leaders. They're looking out, mm. watching out for your souls, you know? In my early 20s, I did not heed the counsel from my leaders, and I wish to God I had. You know, that's wow. one thing. But see, rebellion comes in subtly where you think you're right when actually you can be wrong. It's deceptive, you know? And I write on this in this book, I hit on eight symptoms of rebellion because, they're, they, like I said, they're so subtle and they're destructive. Like, no one would ever think complaining is rebellion. 
No right. one would never think that's a big deal that will take people out or that complaining will actually hinder you from feel, fulfilling God's call in your life. But it does. You know, complaining, uh, negativity, Negativity is a hindrance and it destroys uh, advancement on on ministry teams. So it's little yeah. things like that that we have to deal with. And th- that's the process of the early 20s I learned. Another one, criticizing your leader. Oh man, people do not know how dangerous that is. You know? Wow. So anyways, those are some things I would tell myself early on. Obey your leaders, heed their counsel. And uh, yeah. You know, I think as I hear you talk, I, I'm thinking like I'm thinking about, you know, I grew up as a pastor's kid and, and you know, I served my father faithfully, you know, over 27 years, you know, as after he planted the church. But then I, my journey also now being the senior leader myself and 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 thinking about about those moments, I think it's. I think most people don't see themselves as rebellious, right? Even though you can, and you were mentioning that, right? Like, you know, you mentioned a few things right now, but how do you, man, how do you deal with that in an organization? I know I'm kind of flying off the cuff here, but, but if, if I have, if I have somebody that I'm leading in my, in my organization, my church, and I start to notice some of these things, what are the best ways to approach kind of addressing it. I mean, because it can be uncomfortable as well. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's the thing, Virgil. Everyone wants to be a leader until they have to do this part. And that's (laughs) confronting issues, you know? And um, that's the first thing right there is that you actually have to confront it. Early on, when I was 28, 29, and I started to lead a couple departments here at the church, I noticed some symptoms with certain team members. And to be honest with you, I was very uncomfortable with addressing it. And you know what I did? I did what most leaders do, sweep it under the carpet. Right. You know, it'll go away. Right. (laughs) And here's what I learned. A spirit of rebellion (laughs) does not go away, ever. Wow. It just increases and spread. And, And I learned, one of the pastors told me, you have to address it, Gary. And Pastor Glenn was real big on that too. You need to address it. And uh, he would yeah. coach me through these, this time because I was very timid and I wanted to be real positive and nice all the time. And so the first thing I would tell a leader, you have to have to address it. Here's the good thing is if you have people on your team that truly love God and they're passionate for God, they're going to receive what you say. Um, here's the thing. We all have blind spots, Virgil. We mm-hmm. all do. That's why we need ministry leaders in our life. And I thank God yeah. for the times I've been corrected by the pastors in my life. And sometimes it was like, oh my gosh, I, I never saw that. I didn't know that was an issue in my life. So if you see someone that maybe they're negative on your team and they don't even realize what they're, how their attitude is affecting the whole team, when you share that to them, they may be like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize. And they're so sorry. And they're like, help me. And they repent and they change. You know, <laughs> on the flip side, there may be someone that, yeah, they actually do recognize it. And they're like, I, I recognize it. I've been struggling. Help me. But then you got the other side where you have someone that, mm, no, this is just who I am and take it or leave it. Well, as a, we're going to leave it, okay? As a yeah, ministry leader, yeah. you have to be able to make that sacrifice and say, you know what, that's unacceptable. And that's where we as leaders, it's our job to not only encourage, but to rebuke and correct we have to do that as ministry leaders. And sometimes we have to have people step down and let them go through a season of humility to grow. And you know what? I've seen people go through that season and they develop. If they truly love God, they're going to have a teachable mm-hmm. spirit and they're going yeah. to want to grow. So as a leader, you have to, have to, have to confront it. Yeah, I think I think it's a good word. Uh, we have to confront it. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes there's... 
you know, there's fears, there's emotions, there's, there's, you know, not to mention if you're, by the way, if you're leading family, that's another tricky part as well. Like having to deal with these kinds of things. Um, I love this conversation, Gary, because I think, um, I think honor, uh, especially kingdom honor is something that I think that in some circles it's strong and it's very, you know, well spoken about and taught, but I think in a lot, in other other circles and, and church cultures and organizational cultures, it really isn't. And I think it's, I think it's really important. Um, all right. I want to, I want to shift gears a little bit here and talk about uh, specifically like how have you balanced in this season, um, especially with, you know, more ministry responsibilities, how have you balanced family life with, with your leadership and, and ministry roles, right? And, and also, Gary, you know, the whole 2020 pandemic and even in 2021, the whole work from home culture, did that affect, you know, your balance, you know, for life? Talk to us a little bit about the work yeah. and family. Yeah, I'll share this, how, because I've been on staff for the last probably eight years now, yeah, with the house here, my church, and, and the way I've been able to balance it, because yes, my job has been... Um, I've overseen a lot of different departments here at the church. I've been my pastor's. My primary role was his personal assistant for seven years. So yes, I was going 24-7, it felt like, most of the time, yeah. you know, a lot of days serving. And my passion was to build the house, to build the kingdom. So you know how it is. When you're called to ministry, it's not this 40-hour-a-week thing. No, no, no. It's all in all the time, you know? Yeah. And um, you know what? Here's the thing. I remember in 2013 when I first took my position, and I was serving like crazy, and I loved it. I'm living the dream here. Um, a ministry leader approached me and said, Gary, you're going to burn out doing this. Mm. And I listened to him and I respected what he said, but on the inside, something felt off, Virgil. Mm -hmm. And I remember I went home, talked to my <laughs> wife about it. And the reason it felt off is because prior to that, I had learned a principle and that is God is a consuming fire. So if we as leaders stay connected to him daily, we will never burn out. Right. If we make that priority, we will never burn out. Now, yeah, as ministry leaders, we will have other tasks and we'll have a lot to do. We'll have a lot of priorities. But as long as we make sure the number one priority is spending quality time with the Lord every day, you'll never burn out. So that's how my wife and I have been able to maintain this level of serving nonstop and uh, mm. not burn out. And it's unfortunate, sad to say, I saw this other ministry leader burn out. You know, it's because of neglecting this first principle. So that's how we've been able to do it in ministry. I like that. I, I think I think you're right. I mean, we we always have to go back to to our to our center. We have to go back to the reason that we do what we do, especially in ministry. It's it's because of who God is in our lives. He's our, he's our savior. He's our he's a lover of our souls. And I think that when we're close to that consuming fire. You know, we don't get, we don't burn out. I'm going to use that with some friends that I have because I think it's important to, to encourage that. Now, here's the cool thing. You, you've finished your first book, right? Kingdom Honor is the book. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that there's a lot of people that are listening or watching this podcast uh, and they might be thinking, man, I'd love to write a book one day. What encouragement would you give to leaders uh, who maybe are starting in the process or thinking about writing a book, um, you know, or maybe they just, they don't know, even know where to start. What, what's some advice you'd give them? Yeah, no, I totally understand where you're at. Um, if God has put something in your heart to write, you have to start writing. You have to make time for it. <clears throat> it's kind of like if someone wants to lose weight by summer, right? What do they do? They get a gym membership and then they commit to going to the gym three days a week or four days a week. And they, they, not, they uh, make slots for those time slots for them daily. We have to do the same thing writing. 
whether you you know cut out 30 minutes a day and you do it three times a week, or maybe Friday is your, your day to write, you have to make that a priority. And let me encourage mm-hmm. you with this. You don't have to write perfectly. Don't even worry about that. The first thing you have to do is whatever's in you, you have to get out of you. Every bit of knowledge on the subject that you're writing on. I would write down every story you have pertaining to that subject. Um, the times you succeeded and the times you failed. Put that, just start writing it out. I would get every verses, go through the Bible, start collecting verses, put that. Yeah. Start looking up statistics, get statistics, real world, real world life examples, and just start writing. And let me encourage you this, don't worry about editing it right away. Just get everything in you, out of you on paper or on your computer. Yes, it'll be a mess, yes, it'll be sloppy, but you have to get it all out of you. And that's where, hey, if you're an editor, great, then you can go from there and start mapping out the chapters and start laying it all out. But if you're not, hey, you can always hire an editor. There are people that are gifted at editing and they'll tell you, you know what, we need to move this chapter over here actually and this thought we need to bring over here and that's what they're gifted at. But the thing you gotta do is get the wisdom out of you. You have to at least, because you have a lot of wisdom, you have a lot of life experience, but you have to get it all out of you on a Word document. Yes, it'll be a mess, it'll be sloppy, but that's where someone else can help you lay it out and format it. Hey, uh, if you don't mind me asking, can you share a little bit about how long that process was for you? I mean, obviously from the day the idea came maybe to, to start doing a class or, or do, leading that, that um, devotional for those people in that ministry when you first went with Pastor Toby, you know, how long was that process of the idea of Kingdom Honor yeah. to the actual, <laughs> it happened? So, Talk to us. so it was a four year process. Now okay. it took longer, you know, I believe it released at the perfect timing. Let me say that. But it took longer than I thought it was going to take. Um, I wanted to release it sooner, but I was so busy in ministry and doing stuff. And that's why I'm encouraging you. You have to make time and just do it. Because I would start and then I would take months off. And then I would start and take months off. And you know how it is. When you break a, a habit, you know, it takes a while to get back into it. And um, so, you know, 2020, though, Virgil, I was really able to spend a lot of time. I would wake up, you know, half an hour every morning and just write. Right, every morning. So a majority of the book is able to complete in 2020. So it took about four years, but it could have been done sooner. But like I said, I do believe the book was meant to be released this year. So. Yeah, well, you know, the Lord knows, the Lord knows, yeah. but but it's important. It's important for people to know it, it's not this easy process that just happens. You got to dedicate some time and some intentionality. Now, I want to I want to specifically talk about the book for a moment, um, Kingdom Honor. Uh, I, there's some people watching the video. Do you have that book there close yes. to you? Okay, can you just show it? Uh, this is a great book. There it is, Kingdom Honor by Gary Montoya. I love this book. Let me mention a few of the um, sections of the book, for example, Gary. There's Why the Church, right? There's, um, which has like kind of four or five subheadings on it. Then there's How to Honor Your Leaders. Then there's a section of uh, how to honor your leaders part two. Then there's how to honor your leaders part three. Uh, then there's recognizing rebellion, which you kind of mentioned a little bit, um, part one and part two. Then there's fulfilling your God-given dream. And in all of those sections, you know, you have you have like key principles, right? Um, what would you say, just for anybody who's kind of leaning in right now about interested in the book, what's maybe one or two of those key principles? You mentioned a few already, but the kind of that you would say to a leader, hey, it's worth your while to, to, to grab a hold of this book because of these couple of principles? What's maybe one or two of them that come to your mind? Yeah, well, one thing about this book is it'll it'll help you appreciate the journey you're on right now. It'll help you appreciate the process and how God is refining you and how he's cultivating you. You know, one of the principles I hit on is um, how to respect your leader. 
This is mm. something a lot of people struggle with. And this hinders a lot of people and cripples a lot of people from going to that next level. Mm. You know, the Bible says we're supposed to greatly respect our leaders. But here's what I found out. A lot of people, when they start serving their ministry or they get on staff at their church, they respect their leader for a little bit. But then when they get around to know them and they see maybe that they're not perfect, they see maybe wow. that their leader is not an angelic being, then all of a sudden their respect level just dips. Wow. Here's the thing. I want to encourage you this. Do not respect your ministry leaders. Don't respect your pastors based off their actions. If you do, your honor, your respect level will be like a roller coaster. Up one day, down the next. Up one day. One day my leader said hi. The next day they, did, they didn't. One day they texted me. The next day they didn't. You know, one day they said thank you. The next day, you know, it'll be like a roller coaster. And I have seen that damage people. But here's what I've learned. Because throughout the seven years... I wanted to honor pastor continually, nonstop. And here's what the Lord showed me. Respect their position. If you respect your leader's position of authority, the office that they hold, you will have unshakable honor. Don't respect the actions. Respect the position they hold. So that's just one thing right there I just share to encourage a lot of people. That's so good. That's so important. You know, I'm, as we're having this conversation, I, I can't help but think uh, uh, of my team that I'm leading, Gary. I can't help uh, but think of pastors and, um, you know, business leaders and people who are kind of thinking about taking this in right now. Now, here's an interesting question, and I'd like to get your, your thoughts and your advice. Um, let's say, let's say I'm I'm pastoring a church. I'm leading an organization, Gary, and I'm noticing, <clears throat> I'm learning about kingdom honor. I'm learning about this uh, culture of honor and it doesn't yet exist. Maybe it doesn't yet exist in, in my church, in, in our organization. It's never been taught. It's never been modeled. You know, um, it's very weird. It's, I, I, it's kind of uncomfortable as a leader to say, hey, I want you to honor me, right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or let's honor leaders because it, it, could, it could almost sound as yeah. like a self-serving. self-serving. Yeah, self-serving, which obviously when the heart is right, that's yeah. not the case. But what are some, just some nuggets of advice of how to get the ball rolling? Well, yes, no, I totally understand where you're coming from. And here's the thing. We all have our own spots in the body of Christ. There's the pastor, there's the evangelist, You know, there's the prophet, the apostle, right? The teacher. And we all have a unique role. A message like this is better to bring in a teacher to come in and teach this. You know? Um, That's good. I can do things you're not called to do. You can do things I'm not called to do. But this is how we strengthen each other. This is how, you know, the body of Christ comes together and we all play such a vital role. But one of the things you can do is, yes, get resources too. You know, whether you want to get your team the book Kingdom Honor, you can get that book for free on kingdomhonor.com. You can download it. You can also, if you want to get the hardcover or paperback, you can order that too. But by giving your team resources, that's one thing you can do to definitely help or bring in someone that could teach your people for you. So that's, that's good. That's great advice for all you leaders out there. Find some good resources. And by the way, this is an excellent one. The book kingdom honor by Gary Montoya. I recommend grabbing a bunch of them, the physical copy and going through it with your team. Uh, And obviously considering, you know, uh, somebody that can teach on this, which Gary himself is a great option. Um, Gary, as we're talking about, you know, kingdom honor and it's, it's out, right. This baby 
that took four four years yeah. <laughs> to be birthed yeah. is out. What are, what what are the projects on your heart for 2021 and beyond? Yeah. So <clears throat> what's on my heart right now is really just to get this message out to as many pastors as possible, ministry leaders. It's my heart to really strengthen the church globally. You know, the church right now coming out of the pandemic, statistics are 50% have not returned back. Yeah. You know, and ministry leaders are struggling. They're struggling with depression. They're struggling with insecurity. They're struggling if they're going to make it. Some ministry leaders are even thinking about throwing in the towel. That's yeah. why we have to strengthen our ministry leaders. And for that to happen, the team around them has to be strengthened. And um, so that's my heart is to get this book out. And early on, Virgil, in March, God put it on our heart right away. Let's offer this book for free. So we have done that. And wow. so you can download it, kingdomhonor.com, the, the ebook. Also, the audio book is there. And you know what's cool, Virgil? We are, <laughs> we've already had about 10,000 downloads of the book. Wow. So the book is spreading. I'm getting messages from people all over how it's um, changing their thinking. Pastors are thanking me for what it's already doing. So that's my heart for the next this year and next year, just to get this message out. I love it. You guys heard it. All you leaders out there, you need to bring this resource into your library of ministry resources. The book is Kingdom Honor by Gary Montoya. He has a pastor's heart. He's got a servant's heart. He's got a heart for the church. It's going to be a great resource for you. Um, speaking of resources, uh, Gary, are there any other, any other books or podcasts or speakers or resources regarding leadership that has been inspiring you in, in this season? Well, you know, one book and message we're going through right now, my wife and I, we're going through John Bevere's book, Multiply. Yes. And I really, that applies to every believer, but it really applies to leaders too. So just learning how to multiply with what God has given you. So no, we're loving and that's what we're going through right now. That's a, that's a great book. I had an opportunity earlier in the year uh, when that book was wow. launched to be part of that launch with John. And, and you know, Dr. Sam Chan was yeah. a part of that big yeah. online event. It was really, really special and a great resource. Wow. I love it. Hey, when you're a leader who's growing and you want to see your organization grow, you have to invest in yourself. You have to yeah. invest in your growth. You have to invest in more and better resources. Um, you mentioned it, but let's as we're wrapping things up here, Gary, can you mention again, where can people get the the book both I know there's there's a there's an online version you know there's yeah. an ebook of Kingdom Honor but then also if they want to order the physical copies so yeah KingdomHonor.com you can download the book for free but also it's available on Amazon Barnes and Noble if you want to get the paperback the hardback it's available there on my YouTube channel I have I put the audio book there so you can listen to I went in and recorded that myself because um, I love when <laughs> audio books are read by the author Virgil. So yeah. I did that and it is available on uh, YouTube. Also, that's available also on Amazon too. That's fun. Hey, I've done, I've done audiobooks before myself and that's a pretty big challenge. How was that experience? <laughs> oh man, it was, I got in over my head on that one, Virgil. It was more <laughs> than I thought it would be, but you know what? It took longer than I thought it would take, but I loved it. I'm so <laughs> glad I did it. But yeah, it was a challenge. That's really cool. And people can find that on YouTube, yep. you said, right? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Remember, Kingdom Honor is the book. The author is Gary Montoya. Um, before we go into some final comments, Gary, um, where can people keep up with you, um, you know, social media or elsewhere online? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram, just Gary J. Montoya. And then Facebook mm -hmm. is Gary Joseph Montoya. So you can connect right. with me there on social media. Very good. You guys can connect with Gary there through social media. Obviously, uh, Kingdom Honor, kingdomhonor.com, correct? Yeah, correct. 
kingdomhonor.com is where you can get more information about his book, which is going to be a great resource for you and your leadership, for your team, especially if you're a leader of leaders or you're a spiritual father to a lot of people you're building. And man, this is something great to get into your system, into your culture. Uh, this is really awesome, Gary. You know, um, before we kind of go into some final thoughts, I want to talk a little bit about the Avail Journal. We've talked about this before. Here at Avail Leadership, we just want to bring great resources like this podcast. And one of the resources we have is the Avail Leadership Journal, right? The Avail yes. Journal, it brings some great articles on leadership, great content, yeah. great ways to continue growing in leadership. Any comments uh, from your experience of looking at the Avail oh, Journal? Oh, I love it. I got I got mine right here on my desk, right here. <laughs> I got two of them right here on my desk. No, I love it. If you, if you haven't subscribed to this magazine, you got to get it. It's incredible. Next level. It's excellent. Uh, the content in here is incredible, Virgil. Yeah. Now, also, I, you guys are offering this for free, I think, for a year or something. Free annual subscription. You said it right. Yeah. One year free annual subscription. If you go to availjournal.com and you're going to be able to get these come out quarterly. So there's four a year, but it's worth it. It's yeah, so worth absolutely. it. Absolutely. Here's, an, here's a, an article by our very own Dr. Sam Chan, oh, Finders him. Keepers. He's a blessing. Yeah. I know he's been a blessing in your life, right? Big Gary? time. Let me tell you this, Virgil. I'm glad you brought, the, brought him up. Before I was a pastor, before I was an author, when I told you about being on the hospitality team, one of my primary roles was picking up guest speakers and, and hosting them for the weekend that they were here. <laughs> and he came to the church three or four times, and I had the privilege of hosting him and driving him to his hotel, bringing him to the church. And let me tell you this, you want to talk about honor? Dr. Sam Chan is a man of honor. Yeah. He honored me like I was the president. Wow. He spent quality time. He poured into me. I mean, I'm blown away by the times, the four times I've been around him. And I truly consider him a friend. You know, he wrote an endorsement on the book. I loved, I got to know him over the last few years, but he's truly a man of honor. Love him. Great examples. Here at Avail Leadership, we have great examples in our in our top leaders like yeah. Dr. Sam Chan, Martin Van Tilburg. They're just awesome uh, people, awesome men of God that are yeah. making such a huge difference. Um, Gary, what do you want to leave everybody with as we're closing? What are, what are some just final thoughts you want to leave on the hearts of everybody who's connected? Yeah, I would just say this. God has placed dreams in your heart and he fully intends to bring those to pass in your life. But let me encourage you with this. Don't rush the process. Mm. If God gave you that dream, he will bring it to pass. You can't bring it to pass if it's a God dream. Now, if it's a dream of the flesh, sure, you can manipulate circumstances and you could birth it in the flesh. But if it's from God, there is nothing you can do. Let God bring it to pass. You stay faithful serving, staying honorably. You know, look at Joseph. God gave him two dreams when he was 17 years old of what he would be doing in the future. And wow. then God took him on this journey. And you know what stands out to me about Joseph? Every leader he was under, he was honorable to. He was wow. honorable to his father. He was honorable to Potiphar. He mm -hmm. was honorable to the prison warden. He yeah. was honorable to Pharaoh. And look, his dreams came to pass. Stay <laughs> faithful, honor the leaders who God has appointed in your life. And God will bring the dreams he's placed in your heart to pass. 
that itters. Gary, this has been so awesome. Can I, can I just take a moment to thank you? Gary, thank you for being obedient to God's calling on your life. I think you're a true living example of, of kingdom honor. Uh, I think your story is, is powerful. And I think so many people need to hear this message. So on behalf of all of the Avail Leadership team, we are so proud of you. We honor you, Gary. Pastor Gary, we honor We pray that the Lord would continue to open doors uh, that you never even thought uh, were thinkable or possible. I pray that he would use this book in powerful ways beyond your expectations and that even all the other stuff he's cooking up in you would come to pass in his time and in his way. We're so proud of you. Thank you so much. Love and honor what you and Dr. Sam Chandler, thank you for everything you guys are doing. (laughs) So good. Hey, uh, if you just spent this time listening to this uh, podcast here with Gary Montoya, you got to make sure you get the book Kingdom Honor by Gary Montoya. It's going to be a great resource for you and all your leaders. Thank you so much for your audience. Thank you for connecting with us, for watching or listening or doing both. We love you here at the Avail Leadership family. We love that you're part of our family, listening, leaning in and learning from all these amazing leaders. So we can't wait to see you next time. As always, I'm Virgil Sierra, and we'll see you here on the next episode of the Avail Leadership Podcast. We hope this conversation with Gary Montoya has blessed you. Find out more about Gary's new book at kingdomhonor.com. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. And if you'd like to connect to our growing leadership community on Facebook, visit availleadershipconnect.com. As always, I'm your Avail Media host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Leadership Podcast.